This is Nathan. This is Lisa. I'm Leslie. I'm Ryan. And I'm Pam. Better Together Podcast, bringing educators together for real talk. Like peanut butter and jelly. Movies and popcorn. And banana and pancakes. We're all better together. I am now. And now no one's got an intro. <laughs> no, one, no one can figure well, guys, out. Don't you think Frozen 2 was better than Frozen 1? <laughs> I do not. I think Frozen 1, although, granted, I've seen Frozen 1 probably 75 <laughs> times. Yes. I've only seen Frozen 2 twice. Okay. So the Frozen 1... You saw Frozen 2 twice? Wow. Yeah, we saw it. Being the great parent and educator that I am, uh, we took the day off of school, uh, and I took my kids out of school early oh. so that we could go Aww. and see the very first showing That's of awesome. Frozen 2. And then you saw it again? And then we saw it that weekend. My kids would time. like to see it again. Uh, yeah. I liked, okay, so I like Frozen 2 because it was the first time I took my daughter to a movie. Aww. So I have this, like, connection to Frozen 2, whereas Frozen 1, we played it a million times in our house, so I'm kind of over yeah. it. I yeah. think Elsa's on my nerves from that one. But I do love Frozen 2, and I just love the messaging. Like I said, I like I love the, I thought the whole line and um, the theme was really about self-preservation, like mm-hmm. learning how to take care of yourself and knowing that you can do this and taking the next right step. That's one of the songs. Yeah. Speaking of that, it's 2020. <laughs> it's a new year, right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but like I loved winter break. We had two weeks off. I did no work. I just focused on being at home with my family, and I needed that really, really badly. And so it's like I'm back here, and you know, it's, it's crazy. Like Saturday, Sunday before getting back to school, like all the things start coming back in my head that I have to get done for work. I look at my to-do list, and like, oh man, it starts to creep up. Like all the things that we have to get done. And I start to think about what am I going to accomplish this year? Like, what am I going to do differently now in 2020 that I did in 2019 so that I can help maintain that work-life balance? Because I think that's really important. Um, And I don't know the answer to that, but at least I feel like I have a clearer mind and, you know, where am I going to focus? I feel like personally I always think that I'm not doing enough or I'm missing out on something because our jobs are so big and there's so many things we could be doing. And I don't know. If it's I, almost my debilitating sometimes. Um, it's one of those things where you have so much that you could do that you almost can't do anything. You yes. know, it, it can paralyze you to a point. And um, I definitely feel like you know this is not a new thing in 2020. It existed in 2019 right. and 2018 and all the <laughs> things. But um, I think we we kind of began our our time today just when we were getting together because we're all better together of course um, <laughs> of um course. would be like that was kind of like this this honest truth around finding balance like how do you stay motivated and um in the game when we have all kinds of pools not even just like work pools but you have your personal everyone has personal things that are going on with their families and their friends and everybody's got you know maybe there's a health issue here and there there's just like there's always seems to be something so like how do you find a balance and enough balance that you're successful to your standards sometimes less about what other people would even value you know other people might say you're doing a great job and that statement is so 
reassuring in some ways and then in many ways it holds no weight because if you don't feel like you're doing a great job you know it, it, it becomes kind of a self a need to really like look inward and decide what works and what's working best for you so um. what what are you guys kind of focused on going into the rest of this school year as far as like supporting teachers do you have any other like ideas or plans or things that maybe you've thought about and we're going to try to work into the end of the year or maybe even to next school year as far as like job related and supporting your school and supporting your staff well it's interesting i'm just going to jump in really quick um we had this little bit of conversation earlier nathan before you were here but um how I find myself, I was really excited about the fact that I had to put together a calendar for testing. Um, and that really doesn't align too much with like making progress, with um, supporting teachers in personalized learning and you know growing all our portrait graduate attributes. But it felt really good to like do something that was like concrete and like a task that I could like check off. And so, um, I've, I'm finding myself right now, I think coming back into the work, there's a lot of things that I have like coming up that I hopefully want to do with teachers and it's still kind of like a mission, but it's so easy to find those things that are like, oh my gosh, let's just do this and it feels so good, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but. Oh, I'm with you. But those things are important too. I feel sure. like getting the, the testing right is sort of like that, it's like brushing your teeth. Yeah. No one looks, oh my gosh, I really, my mission in life is to brush my teeth. <laughs> but if it, if it falls apart, then you're, everything then else, yes. you're right. like, you need a root canal. Apart. Nobody wants a root you're canal. You're right. Nobody needs a root canal. So what you're saying is sometimes it's like the, the mundane tasks or the things that might even be simple and that can make a huge impact that you don't even see all the, like right away, right? It, it's it's a mundane task, but it's also a task mm -hmm. that sort of is a good fit for your, like your job description sure. and the overall view you get of the school. It's not like someone said, oh, you know what? Someone really needs to take an extra bus duty and you're taking five extra bus duties right. every, you know. It's the, a good match. It's like, a good match and it has impact Strategic and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when, I mean, I remember doing this recently where we had the list, like, what are the things we do that, you know, take up a lot of time oh, yeah. and have high impact, or the yeah, things yeah. we do that, you know, take up little time and have low impact, or high, take a lot of time and have low impact, right. and sometimes there are those things, and thinking about, like, the testing schedule, mm -hmm. for example, or even just, like, communication with the community when you do, like, news you choose, like, what, how much impact does that have, and that's where it's hard in our jobs is yeah. Feeling as though you have made that bigger impact and not knowing mm -hmm. if you have or not, yeah. um, and I think we all have to be critical of ourselves. And yeah. maybe I'm, speak I'm speaking for myself, but I think that you know we can look at ourselves and say, oh, "I really wish I was making more of an impact." You know, I, I think they should probably just hire us as basically like, "Are you critical of yourself?" <laughs> yes, yeah. you get the job. Yeah. <laughs> are you harder on yourself than other people are on you? Yes, you're up for the task. Absolutely. I don't know. No, but that's. That, that's a good point. That's something that I've always struggled with is that um, am I really making an impact? Because you, you put a lot of stuff yeah. out there or you go and you help a teacher or you do some sort of a training, but you never really get any feedback mm -hmm. from any of it. So you don't know what the next steps were of that. Did they take that anywhere? Mm -hmm. Was that actually useful? Or was it just something that was put out in the universe and then just 
disappeared and you yeah. never, you know, it never transitioned into anything. Right. So yeah, that's that's definitely a struggle that I think. I kind of wish Pam was here because Pam, um, Pam and I have been talking. Pam is um, working on like getting her her degree in admin, and one of the things she's doing is trying to say that having students lead PD for teachers actually encourages teachers to use whatever they learn more in the PD so. more. And so I've kind of taken a little bit of that and brought that to the elementary level. And so, so far this year, we've done two different, um, what we call tech chats, which is where kids are leading PD for teachers. And our plan is to continue with that. And I had this like revelation, like, okay, but I haven't done the PD for teachers, but the kids are doing it. And then, yeah. so I'm like, oh, I, maybe I should be doing more PD. But I think, look, like if we can reflect on that, I do feel as though having the students lead it, I think that gets, teachers want to hear from students, you know, to see, yeah. hear, that's really cool. Yeah, that's more meaningful. To hear from a student, to come and hear how this tool or the strategy might be helpful for them. So again, I'm going back to me being critical of myself, and it's like, but I have provided something for them. It just might look different than it has in the past. Yeah. And how do I, you know, one, one thing, again, to go back to Pam, one thing that she is doing is then asking her teachers at the end of the year when she does all these student-led PDs is, did they get, did they use that tool or strategy in their classroom to find out, like, I put all this out there, was, were you more likely to use it because you learned about it from a student versus, you know. Just the traditional means of yes. professional development. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. So, that's interesting. You know, it's interesting because I feel like this position itself, you don't get a lot of direct feedback around, um, I mean, you certainly have to seek the feedback, but it's not regular by any stretch. Like, yeah. it's not like um, like a teacher who's in front of a class. Like, it either went really well or it went really yeah. south, and you kind of know it immediately, and then you can kind of reframe and do it differently. Um, and then for us, that can be, like, an extended period of time. Like, you know, even if you talk, even if it's just talking with a teacher, it may take another three weeks before you know even, like, either what happened or how it went you know like there's all diff there, there's a I think it's a longer stretch of time does it does anybody have and I hope we'll probably all be like oops nobody's got an idea I don't know <laughs> um but what about strategies for like maintaining I guess it's it's about kind of like maintaining energy but like what are some strategies that we might be able to try that would give us more consistent feedback um, or time for reflection to maybe even just say, you know, we've talked about reflection a lot, actually. Yes. Um, but, like, I don't know exactly what I'm asking, but, like, a simply, how can we kind of sustain ourselves between those long hauls of knowing what we're doing is making an impact? Because I do have those moments where I feel, like, super impactful. Mm -hmm. um, we had, to, at a staff meeting the other day, we had to look at these pictures and decide which one represented us, and I was, like, immediately drawn to this one with tons of waves because I feel like in any given moment, there's a day where I'm like riding high. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing awesome. <laughs> and then the very next second, I'm like, and then I'm like drowning. Like I can't find anything. I'm like, oh, you know, take me now. Um, so like, it's just a very, it's a very interesting ride being in, in this position. And, um, and the waves look different every day. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just a, and I don't always have, I guess, the strategy to sustain those periods or those times. So are you asking what, because I thought I heard two different questions. Are you asking how do we sort of get feedback on what's going on and how we're progressing? Or are you talking about how do we sort of like, it's a lot of feast and famine sometimes in a job where it's like, 
feels great. We're doing everything that's like we, in theory, we love that we think we're supposed to be doing. And sometimes it's like, hey, you know what's a, a fun job that you should do? Newsletters. <laughs> <laughs> right? You like newsletters, right? I do love a newsletter. <laughs> Here, do this newsletter. So are you and good feeling about, good about that. Right. Yeah. So which, what sort of direction are you mm. thinking? <laughs> well, maybe both, Kevin. I don't know. Um, I feel like it is a combination of finding... The, finding the good in some of those things, like mm-hmm. newsletters, mm-hmm. like and and recognizing that you're being asked to do something and you have a talent that mm-hmm. you know, like in, instead of feeling like distraught, maybe feeling honored. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe that's part of it. But then also, it definitely is still the other piece around like how do I get feedback? And and it's so funny because the minute I said that, one of the questions I have is like, do I even like other people's feedback? Like sometimes it's like I don't even trust what someone else says as much as I trust what I like observe and see so I'm just I'm, I don't know well I think with the feedback part I know that's something I'm doing because we're both in the situation we're both doing like the newsletter and I think the web page and so I was at a, a conference for people who were in charge of the school web page and another Espen and I sort of like sat and we chatted and we're sort of accountability partners with each other now and every month we email each other back and forth mm-hmm. and we just say we have two questions that we have to like ask each other and then answer. What did you do this month that you're sort of proud of making it better? And what is your plan for next month? Mm-hmm. So at the very least, we have this accountability of that in the long run, over time, mm-hmm. hopefully we can just sort of keep each other honest. Mm-hmm. You know? So even just having a connection with yeah. like another person. And I, I think like that, that I think that we can do that here too in our group. You know what I mean? We always start out our meetings with like a little check in on how how is it going, and you know maybe our maybe our check in has to be like what is something that you're really proud of that you've done, you right. know? Because I think sometimes it's you don't necessarily want to toot your own horn, but at the same time when you hear other people tooting their horn, you're like that's a good idea. Maybe I could take some of that and try that. Um, another thing I was thinking, and I don't know if this is a strategy, but. Um, I think in the beginning of this school year, and I said this to my administration, like, I want to focus on certain things. Like, there's so many things out there, and I want to make sure that I stay focused on the tech squad at my school is really important to me. It takes up a lot of my time, but I think it's very valuable for a lot of reasons. And I also am very passionate about PDL, and I feel as though I have not done a good enough job of spreading that at my school. And so I said, those are the two things I want to focus on, and I want to be able to say no to other things. And my principal said, when can you say, what can? What are you going to say no to? And I was like, I don't know yet, because I'm really <laughs> bad at saying no. Yeah. But I have brought up a number of times, I've kept coming back to that, and I'll say, well, remember, I really want to focus on PBL, and remember, I really think we should, da-da. so we are planning out like what we're going to be doing with our teams in the next few months, and I said, I really want to have like PD around PBL, I want time to sit with teams, I want time to plan a PBL with them, anyway, that's what we're doing for like the month of February, right. so I nice. stuck to my focus, yeah. and I didn't like... Yeah, there are all, the, all the other things that come in, right? Scheduling, creating resources for a certain thing, I mean, so many things, but I kept saying, no, but number, this is what I'm going to focus on. Right. So, and, yeah, basically you set a goal for yourself yes. at the beginning of the year, and you're just now making sure that that's always been in the forefront. Why does it always have to be a goal? We have yeah. to set goals. Yeah. Like, this is all about life. But, like, I feel like this, like, this yes. is overarching in everything we do, right? Yeah. But it's the truth. Like, you have to set a purpose, yeah. mm-hmm. have a plan, and move forward. Yeah. I also Darn didn't it. set the goal and put it in my, like, 
goal setting thing for my evaluation. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it was not. Right, it was not a, sure. a goal that I felt like I had to set because somebody was forcing me to do it. Was it was a personal thing. It's yeah. something I want to yeah. improve on and I want to do. And yes, I'm sure I can measure it if I need to measure it or whatnot. But sure. that's you know what I mean. Yeah. I think that's hard. Sometimes we're so t t in this like tight box of you need to have your goal sitting here and it has to be measurable. Yeah. Da -da -da. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. But, but if you want the incentive. Well, I think it's helpful to have that all aligned. Yeah. That's certainly a positive thing. Yes, yeah. you're right. Oh, and then there's always snow days. Those are helpful. Oh, thank yeah, goodness thank for goodness. snow days. I mean, we're one week into school. We've already had one, one and a half, yeah, really. That's awesome. So that's what's going to get us through, right? Well, and speaking of, of newsletters, kind of going back a little bit, I've I tried something. I've being at a new school, I've tried just to throw out a bunch of things just to see what would stick with staff and um, what kind of falls off and, and what kind of moves forward and um, I had a conversation with Michael Green a number of months ago and we were talking about like you know how do you reach teachers how do you uh, have an impact if you can't like get to all of them like how are different ways and you know, we talked about most experts do some sort of a newsletter or they'll email something out or a tech tip of the week right. or whatever and uh, we kind of were going back and forth and, and I know I, I know he shared this on the Google Plus community like the potty training mm -hmm. thing and so we we were talking about that and so I was like ah you know what that's a great idea you know I'm gonna I want to try that in my school and so I tried it in November I was like I'm just gonna put it out there I'm gonna and if something comes of it great and if nothing then whatever I'm just gonna move on and that and I totally expected it was gonna be a bomb nobody's ever gonna say anything to me I would never hear anything about it again the next day I walked through well, not even the next day. I think it was like a couple hours later. I'm at my desk, and somebody walks in, and they're just like laughing hysterically. And they're like, you're the potty man. <laughs> <laughs> you created the potty. And they're like, this is the greatest thing that I've ever seen. Like, mm -hmm. now I can sit there, and I can get some knowledge. <laughs> it's like toilet tips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, I just have like a little one-pager right. one yes. with just a bunch of little small stuff. And uh, I completely expected it to bomb. But that is, so I I'll, I do it now twice a twice a month because there's so many bathrooms at, at my school. Uh, that's awesome. You do it twice. But, well, it's better um, than I just keep reading the same month. poster over yeah. and over again. So yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so something like that could be that impactful. And and every time I put something new up, I immediately get tons of feedback from people in the hallway as I'm walking down, or emails I'll get. Hey, I really love this tip. Or Hey, can you uh, schedule time with me? I'd like to learn more about mm. this. So something I completely didn't expect to work. Yeah, it did. Is well, and I guess you're also in, the, in that way, like if you think about it, you're kind of setting yourself up for regular feedback in some ways by yeah. like, providing that. Mm -hmm. Because you're, you know, you're putting something out there regularly, so you're getting yeah. what's, what are people like latching on to. Well, yeah. what, what's funny about that is, is I also do periodically I'll send out an email with tech tips and mm -hmm. stuff too. Do not get any feedback mm -hmm. from that yeah, whatsoever. I don't either. So like yeah. I never know if it's impactful I feel or not. super good about it, but I don't get the yeah, no, yes. It's one of those things it. I can't decide if I love it or other people yeah. love it. But so for the fact that something posted in a bathroom gets that much feedback, whereas something that I email out doesn't. I mean, I don't know what that speaks to if it's there's so much distraction on their device already mm -hmm. that now that they're in a like a quiet space. space where they're by yeah. themselves 
and then I have this to look at that they're more likely to look at it and take it in. So I, it's funny that you say that because I was just having this conversation about my te- my, te- my tech tips that I only we now send out on Friday. It includes tech tips from or tips from my reading teacher, from my ART, from my counselors, mm-hmm. my principals, and me, all in one big thing. So it's just one thing to read. And I cannot tell you how many times somebody has said something, and I'm like, oh yeah, that wasn't tech tips, and they're like, oh yeah, like, and, and I know they don't necessarily read it, but then if somebody were to send me an email and say, you or have, wanted, to send have a question, I could say, oh yeah, that wasn't tech tips here, slide seven, look at this. So yeah. I like having that, but at my old school, I used to do toilet tips, and I remember being in my interview. That's and something that's been around that. for like ages, it has, it right? Has. But and, and <laughs> I haven't thought about bringing that back. That's I know, like a- but but this is making me feel because like okay, in my interview when I interviewed at my old school, they literally laughed at me. I said I do these things called toilet tips, and they all were like really uncomfortably giggling, like what? And I'm like, but it's really great because I put things out there and like people read them. Yeah, yeah, I do like that too. But one of the teachers came like after he's like, are you you're the one that puts those things in the bathroom? That's genius. Yeah. And I remember being like, yeah, totally. And I stopped doing that. I don't do it anymore now. I send it out via, you know, on, yeah. on the computer. But I feel like you're right. Like, we send, there's so much stuff on the computer. There's so many things, emails they get. There's so many things they read. I feel like I went forward, but I didn't. I need to go back. Huh. Well, this has me go. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will start some potty training at my school. <laughs> it might also be the fact that it's a not a typical way of getting information because it's usually sent electronically that by doing it with a physical newsletter I think especially in a place they're not used to I think it gives gives them a unique like oh aha moment and it's you know I think has anyone done like tech tips for students in the bathroom (laughs) that that would probably be bad though because then they would be like in the bathroom they get in trouble because they stayed too long <laughs> reading about how to organize their Google Drive. That might like, I don't work. know. That might work for elementary. I don't, I don't know. know. Like actually, I don't. I remember when I, I taught know. first grade, I had like a poster in the bathroom. We had a bathroom in our room, and I had a poster with like I don't even know how many species of penguins there are. Like I'm not even sure species is the right word. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All the different kinds of penguins, and like my kids would just be in there. Oh, Forever, <laughs> like hanging out, looking at all the penguins. Like I had that and all kinds of things. It was like a hangout. And I was like, okay, so maybe that's not the right choice. But who knows? So huh. know what's better together? Trainings and potties. <laughs> Trainings and potties. There you go. <laughs> yes. Gosh, this whole podcast took a turn I wasn't up. Didn't it? <laughs> wow, but I feel Love inspired. It. I do there too. So there you have it. To go out and do something different. Yep. All right, well, there's the try.